It is the technology show where we translate geek into regular speak one day late this week. So I did put up a little disclaimer yesterday saying that I wasn't going to do the show because I wanted to wait for the Apple event, which was, I think it's three o'clock in the morning our time. Um, so there was no way I would have the insights. And it's probably a good thing because a lot of the things that I was expecting or hoping to see didn't manifest. So I might have had a whole show talking about all the cool things that are coming that didn't actually come. But be that as it may, um, I'm very, very lucky that my friend Alex has uh, managed or agreed to join me. And uh, he was up early, had to get articles out for IT Wire. So I'm really happy that Alex was, uh, was able to join me today because arguably he's either number one or number two Apple fan in Australia anyway. And maybe after today's show, we'll get that number sorted. So let's bring uh let's bring alex in hello sir how are you g'day i'm good i'm I, good I how's it to do the comparison between the rings just to see who really <laughs> yeah. did get <laughs> yeah yeah well i, I went to bed at about uh, 1 a.m and then uh got up at 2 45 i was watching you know from three and it went for about an hour and a half and then i was uh writing articles and and uh, getting it up but you know i thought it was great but then I usually do think usually do think that uh, Apple launches are great, but uh, we can debate as to why I think it's great and and see what you think about it. So I'll start off by saying, and I did say it as you heard in the intro, right? Arguably, arguably between you and me, we're number one and two fanboys in this place. Well, at least some of the people <laughs> I know, and yeah. I think often I've given you the uh, I've given you the number one pole position. Um, because, well, one, I mean, it's your day job all day and all night, right? And hence tweeting and writing articles before most people were coming out of their their dream state. So I, I, and today I think I'll have to give you the number one again. Um, I wasn't blown away. I mean, the name of the, of the event was Far Out. Um, it was far out of my expectations. There were good things. And, you know, this is the thing with Apple. They always do enough to excite you. Sometimes they go way beyond excitement, and that's just so that the Android users can jump on and go, whoa, we've had that for 10 years, or we can do that, mm. you know? But I don't think I needed to go that far to find enthusiasm on today's or yesterday's announcement or the announcement. And, you know, as always, I always put some slides up. So I thought I'd put some visuals up for the people that are watching, and we can talk through it as well. So sure. it's... Uh, it's going to share screen and quickly uh, do that and click here and go here. So I'm going to start, I'm, I'm going to keep the discussion between you and me in the flow that they announce the things. Cause I think that way also sure. from your notes, from your mindset as well. And as I think it's just because both of us are extremely tired, it's probably easier. So this was no surprise. We did expect watch series eight to be announced. It was announced. I have to say, it looks like a really nice device. Um, slightly bigger screen, slightly narrower borders, which is what they do on each iteration. Um, they've added in some of the cool features. Now, what was interesting, there was a lot of focus on women's health. Now, that's not a bad thing. In fact, that's a good thing because, and if you're married, happy wife, happy life, right? So if you have a girlfriend and, you know, she's happy, you're happy. But the health aspects about it was more about their cycle and the measuring of their cycle and ovulation. And they used it as a very good way to introduce the temperature sensor that's now been included into the watch. Now, for anyone that reads the summaries of these events, they might actually skim through the watch, right? 
Because they go, oh, well, that was about female health, and clearly I never have to worry about my ovulation, so I'm going to go past it. But temperature is quite an important thing, especially when you're sleeping and what it can measure and the warning signs. What was your, what was your take on, on Watch 8? And I, I know you're going to be getting one soon, so <laughs> but what was, your, what was your thinking? Well, Watch 8 is uh, sort of more or less an incremental upgrade over Watch 7. The screen sizes are the same. Uh, it looks to be exactly the same as the as the Watch Seven. Uh, I think it has a the same sort of um, system in in chip uh, package. The the chip itself. I don't know if that's actually been increased. No, I, think I don't know. If they, I don't know if I don't know if there's any uh, uh, increases in storage. I mean, the biggest change seems to be a dual temperature sensor, one on the top and one on the yep. bottom, and that's yep. so that the outside temperature isn't uh, being. Uh, overly influencing the inside temperature. And, you know, whilst, I mean, people were talking about this sensor saying that, well, it might help you to detect whether you've got a fever or some other health problems, but Apple focused very much on ovulation uh, so that people can, if they're trying to get pregnant, they can have that help them. And they can also see that uh, information recorded on their phones in the Apple Health app. Yeah. So that really appeared to be the only change to well, I Apple Watch Series 8. I couldn't remember on 7, and quite honestly, I was just too tired to actually Google it. Did did 7 have crash detection? No. Well, that's the other big thing. Crash right. detection. That was but, the one thing that I actually stood up and thought, okay, well, sorry, yeah. there's innovation, right? Yeah. Well, and, and there they put a, a, an improved three-axis uh, gyroscope and uh, something else. There's two, two things in there with crash detection crash detection so if there's a, a heavy hit uh, in an accident then it will automatically call uh, the um, you know emergency services or your friends and, and other people so yes i mean that and it was big the, it was big yeah, yeah. I, and I apple says that. i hope you'll never never need to use it yeah i actually i really like the way they did the voiceover then. so you know the one thing about whether you're a fan or you're not you cannot take away from the way apple presents their videos the just their way generally i mean that is what makes apple apple but the way they worded that, so if you hadn't seen the show, it was they had a car that was in, in a crash and through a simulator, obviously, uh, or simulated environment. It was a real car. And they said, our new feature, which we hope and pray you never have to use. And I just thought that yeah. was that was a nice personal touch. You know, they've gone and put all this money into research and, and, and development. They've made this product knowing and hoping and praying that you never use it, which can't be, this can't, you know, can't be said for a lot of other companies, right? They spend time developing stuff that, they want you to use yeah but for you know from a from a point where crash detection i mean we've just had a horrific incident here in australia with that 18 year old that you know with the accident and five kids were killed um would it have made a difference if any of them had been been wearing the watch and a notification had got sent out to the emergency services maybe not you know i don't know how badly the, how bad sorry the impact was um if they died instantaneously and so on but the point is, is that there are car crashes and there have been car crashes where, you know, people didn't necessarily die straight away. And that golden hour that they talk about, you know, of the emergency services coming to get you and get you to a hospital, that would now be expedited 10 or 15 fold because your watch is going to send out that location, emergency, you're in trouble, you can't answer, you can't do anything. It kind of, in the triage, it moves you right up to the top of the list. So, you know, that was something really impressive. Um, and like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, there's, there's always things that intrigue and, and make you want to come back for more with Apple. Um, the, thing is, the thing is that Apple 
has to have a new version every year. Well, they don't have to have it, but they do. No, but and, they do. I mean, and so the Series Eight. I mean, already the Series Seven processor, which was basically the same as a Series Six, it was already the fastest. Uh, you know, uh, in the Android world, Qualcomm sort of stuck with its Qualcomm. A, a watch chip for a few years and and there was no real development i mean samsung and google are now uh, developing you know faster chips and uh, samsung has started using wear os and app and google is going to launch the pixel watch uh, in very on october the watch. 7th yeah yeah but yeah. Uh, so yeah so there are two things the ovulation and the temperature sensor and we'll hopefully see other apps that come out and and enable some of the other health features that that temperature sensor can bring and of course crash detection i mean there were there were stories of people who've been in crashes that were able to use the cellular capability of the watch to call for help but this is of course if you are you know, if you're able and, to though like you've still got to hit the yeah. emergency button on your watch and yeah. i mean i i use my watch for a lot of things it's not just because I like Apple and I have an, a, a gimmick on my arm, right? I do use the often I've left my phone upstairs, my phone rings, I pick up the call, I can hand off back to the phone if I need to on my MacBook. Um, but just general notifications or I've started playing like paddle again in tennis and I can record the workout, it goes into my health rings, which gives me better updates on my Welltory app, which is a health and wellness app. So the watch is a critical piece of my life and I really enjoy it. Um but and, I don't think the Series great. 8 is really the, the one that I want you to be excited about. There's the Apple yeah. Watch SE, which in Australia is $20 cheaper than uh, the previous uh, model from 2020, but it's got the same you know, chip basically that, well, it's the same chip right. for the last two or three I years. But do very the, well with the SE. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a good positioning. You know, and for kids, well, the, the, the positioning yeah, for that is for the kids so that if they're too young to get a telephone, they can have yep. the watch and they can yep. still – message their parents they can put it into school time mode uh, you can pay 99 bucks i think for an entire year of unlimited calling and texting with a third party provider that i yeah. uh, forget what it's called true global or something there's, yeah, a, there's a, a provider you can use yeah, yeah. and uh, that's right but the real star of the show was the apple watch ultra let's, now this correct so let's, is, let's go back to our, i have i found one of the pictures that i really liked which was this one because it i mean just the shape from the side so for all those that didn't see the show and hope you're just finding out about it now on the technology show, the Watch Ultra is a really special piece of kit. I mean, this is this is something that was worth actually watching the show for. Um, so it's designed for outdoor, rugged, extreme sport, extreme ventures, all the extreme things. Everything that I'm not, I mean, I still want one, but um, it definitely wasn't built for me. Now, unfortunately, I didn't put a picture of the other side because what it has that's very different, besides the shape, you can see how they've protected the glass. On the other side of the watch is a, um, a dedicated button that you can use for just anything you want. You can actually call it, it's called a quick function button or something like that, action button. Um, and you can set it that, so if you're hiking and you need to know altitude or oxygen levels, you've already pre-programmed that app, you just touch the button and the information comes up. No scrolling, no looking for anything. They've also designed it that the whole watch works screen, buttons, action button, bevel, everything with gloves. And that's quite important as well for extreme sports. But the big thing, Alex, and, and again, I, I don't do any of these things, but the big thing is that this is certified for diving, as in scuba diving. Um, you know, it's a certified dive watch. So you can now wear your watch. So for anyone that dives, and I've 
dabbled in it. I'm by no means am I an open water diver. But for anyone that dives, you have to have a dive computer. It's like a critical part of your of, of going underwater, right? Um, and that's an expensive thing. You can now have a watch that looks like a watch, functions like a watch. It's a good-looking watch, but you can dive with it as well. That's a huge saving. So for anyone that's looking at getting into diving alone, this would be the device to look at. You know, absolutely. Well, it's it's a forty-nine millimeter screen, so it's one point nine two inches. I did the conversion from forty-nine okay. millimeters to inches. So bigger screen uh, on the side there. That that section over here. There's actually a little bit of metal that protrudes to make it difficult to break off the crown. And yep. it also makes it easy for the to, for you to touch that side button. And so they've got more um, performant microphones. So even if you're in a blizzard, you can still be heard. There's two types of GPS inside, not just the one. So that when you're running marathons, uh, especially in, in busy cities, you can get the most accurate GPS reading. It's 36 hours of uh, battery life coming as standard uh, up to 60 hours with the new low power mode which still gives yep. you all of the different gps and a lot of the features that you need so you can go for days without having to worry about charging it it's 1299 dollars in australia there's only cellular models you cannot buy it without cellular yep. and there's a new watch well, it face sense, that takes though, advantage right? you need it when you well, you need it, yeah. you need... but th there's a big there's a new watch face that is that takes you know, gives you compasses and I mean, watch the video online, but it's got more complication than ever. Yeah. And if you, you know, push the crown forward, it goes into that red light mode, which is very easy on the eyes in the dark, very easy to yep. see. So, I mean, this is the Apple called it a new expression of Apple Watch, and they said I'm they've been sure working on it for years. <laughs> You're and, uh, yeah, Siri, well, because I'm moving it around. If you, you yeah, I do the same. Thing, I'm talking all the time. Yeah. Watch goes. That's it. So this now, is a new expression of Apple Watch, and it is the one that you, you're going to want, whether or not. I mean, it'll be a fashion statement. Uh, you know, titanium, sapphire glass, hundred meters uh, water resistance, as opposed to the fifty meters. And uh, unlike all the other watches, especially some of the other fitness watches that aren't really smart watches, there are a stack of apps. And the video showed uh, this gentleman. I forget Ty, so I'm not a diver, but he was the guy basically that is the. The so total the Oceanic app, which does all the measurements and all yeah. that. Yeah, well, it's from this guy that from a company called Heiss or Hughes yeah. or something like that. And he's the expert on, on diving. And so he's obviously worked with Apple to create this app. And, you know, they even had three new bands. One was an ocean band that had little holes through it. Bands, the thought that went into that as well. It was brilliant. Yeah. Well, there's a band for, for people who are adventurers and explorers where it clips in. Yep. There's a band for people who are uh, athletes where it Velcros in. And there's a band for divers where it's where it's got it these holes in the and also it, it clips over a wetsuit as well. So you can expand yeah. it just to fit over the way. In fact, the picture that I had up was one for the wetsuit with the holes in it. It was the ex mm. expandable rubber. It's just that, you know, and the other feature that they had on there, and again, I don't do any of these type of sports, but it wasn't designed for me, which is fine. I'd probably still want to wear one. Um, it had way back on it. So if you did do like yes. extreme outdoor, I think they call it adventuring, when you go into uncharted areas, the compass is obviously your best friend, but you could put waypoints on your compass. But by itself, without you doing anything, it's already doing a way back and rolling itself back. That if for some reason you got yourself totally lost, you just hit the button and it will actually show you the route that you've come to get to that point. How you've yeah. turned, where you've tacked, everything. And you can and, work and, back. 
for people who go to the Blue Mountains, for example, in New South Wales and get lost, we hear about that every year. Yep. I mean, this yep. feature automatically switches on when it, right. you lose um, cellular coverage. So, uh, and, and I think that's something that you can do on, I think, the, the Apple Watch Series 8 as well. I'm, I've got to double check that. But certainly the... I'm not the, sure about that now, if that was on there on way back. Uh, I'll have to have a look. I, I think it is, uh, but uh, I could be wrong. But Samsung launched, I mean, Samsung and others know... They re- they're still the same rumors that uh, we do. And that, so Apple was, you know, there were rumors that, that there would be an Apple Watch Pro. So what did Samsung yeah. do? They launched the Samsung Watch 5 Pro with a bigger screen and yeah. you know, many of the same sort of features, but without the extreme rugged ability that, uh, rugged, you know, ruggedness that Apple has. And so Apple didn't just call it Apple Watch Pro, they called it Apple Watch Ultra. Ultra, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the Apple, that's the Apple marketing and uh, branding machine, right? So I must say I was really, really when when I saw the rumor mills and there was a leak of a of a watch cover or watch face that one of the manufacturers is making uh-huh. that shows the extra button. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, so you're gonna get like voice dictation or and then I thought, no, well, why would you do that? You can just speak to Siri. I was trying to work out what that button would do. You know, uh-huh. I didn't think the quick launch, you know. Yeah. Now Samsung used to put that on all their phones as well. They had that dedicated where they turned into Bixby, whatever their um, assistant was, and then eventually that didn't work, so they just made it a dedicated button for you to do what you wanted, and you could do one push for one thing and two pushes for another. So that was really good and innovative on the phone. But on the watch, and, you know, Alex, I've been with you many times, and you've showed people, and you see that they're wearing an Apple Watch, you go up to them, you go, do you know how to get rid of all those icons and make it a list? And they don't, and you show them. And and my watch is set like that as well. I love that feature. Well, Apple now asks you that when you upgrade update yeah but you know when you're yeah, in a scroll. situation you scroll, yeah. and you're running out of oxygen and you're now scrolling to oh you might actually run out of breath so you could have that set straight away for an oxygen or warning alert button or whatever these extreme sports people do um you know and there it is so i have to say that the watch team at, at, at apple you know their dedicated group 15 out of 10 on this one i mean this was kind of for me what salvaged the whole event when i looked at this i thought Wow, this was really yeah. good innovation. Well, so just quickly on that, if you go to youtube.com slash Apple, you can watch all the videos. They've got shorter videos and longer videos. I would suggest watching, don't watch any, anyone's cut down videos. Watch the full hour and a half keynote. There's a great Safari video as well. There. It's there on Safari as well if you don't have, if yes. you've got a Mac. Yeah, if you go into Apple's website. But if you just go to youtube.com slash Apple, they've got all the other videos there that they showed inside the keynote. And there's one video that goes for three or four minutes which is a whole bunch of people who have been saved by the current generations of Apple Watch oh, yes, uh, from atrial good. fibrillation, from, you know, car accidents, wherever it might be. And so, you know, you don't need a brand new Apple Watch to uh, enjoy a lot of these features. And one of the yep. biggest markets for Apple is all of the refurbished and secondhand. There's going to be now millions of watches and phones that are going to be passed down to family members, traded in, sold on Gumtree, and that just expands the Apple universe of um, you know, customers and people who are future upgrades. They keep showing you how everything's now 100% recycled material, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the one lady came and she was like, if you've got an old phone lying in your drawer, watch whatever, don't leave it there. Take the impact off the earth. Send it into us. And I'm thinking, no, mate, <laughs> I'm going to sell it. I'm not sending you nothing. Well, no, but, they, but what they're talking about is, is yeah, phones that are just too in. old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, the thing is, if you I'm try and take an iPhone old, I'm still going to sell it. I'm not going to send it to Apple. Well, if you take but. Somebody eventually, because I mean, an iPhone four is unless you're playing, you know, old games that have been taken off the App Store, it's useless, right? You're not going to get 
what are you going to get 10 bucks for? I mean, who's going to give you anything for okay, maybe so in 20 years when it's the last one? If we look at your fancy shelf behind you, is your mm-hmm. iPhone 4 still there? Yeah, I still have it. Yeah, I haven't returned. I've still got the original iPhone. Well, because I, yeah. I'm because I'm keeping those. But I, you know, I know. I, I actually have given you. iPhone five uh, C. My sister had one that I gave her some years ago, and I at the time I wasn't near an Apple store, so I took it to a Vodafone store, and they recycled it via Mobile Muster. I mean, Mobile Muster has been around for you know, yeah. twenty years, and I've taken many of these older phones that I probably could have you know tried to sell on eBay just donated back so they can recover those materials. Otherwise, a lot of those things end up in landfills yeah, and that's not helping anybody. So, but look, if, if you want to sell it, sell it. But if you don't want to bother with all that, Apple will take it. I mean, a lot of companies never used to take anything back. Now yeah. that's become a thing. Now they'll happily take it. I mean, I've well, got some old, it's very, very old Macbooks. as well, right? I mean, the gold that they well, take out and repurpose. It is, but it is. But Apple has to you know, accept it at its store. Then they've got to ship it to wherever they're shipping it. They've got to then have a, a robot that pulls it all apart. Then they've got to um, you know, send those bits and pieces to somewhere else. I mean, it's it's the reason why a lot of uh, recycling doesn't happen is because it's cheaper to make new bottles yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of the raw You're materials right. than it is to recycle. So this is costing companies a lot of money to do this, and it's the ecological thing to do. It's a smart thing to do. So I, I don't think Apple's making money out of this. It's costing them money, but it's the right thing to do. Agreed. Right, so next up on the list was the new AirPods Pro 2. I just like that image. They don't look like that. I would imagine they did. That would be <laughs> awesome. Uh, but I just, all the inner workings, I thought that was quite cool. But that's what they look like. The one thing they announced was that you now can get an XS ear cup at the end because some people small, are still yeah. battling to use them with just small, medium, large. So now there's an mm-hmm. extra. And also extra small makes sense for kids, right? For the younger generation, if you've really got small ears, then the excess makes sense. Alex, yeah, the one thing I, Apple I hasn't done there. over to you yeah. for Go the on. simple basis that I've Go never owned a pair of AirPods, ever. Yeah. And, I, and oh. I don't use them. I use Jabra's and I use J-Labs. Those are my, my two weapons yeah. of choice. Um, well, look, I can tell you all about it. So for me, when I first got the AirPods Pro, it was hurting the bottom part of my ear called the antitragus, and I and I just didn't get used to it. Well, the AirPods Pro does have the, the silicon. Oh, the Pro, silicon sorry, not the here, AirPods. Right? Yeah, the AirPods were solid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The AirPods were solid, but the Pro had the silicon. And for some reason, even though I loved AirPods 1 and 2, these ones, I didn't like them. And so I returned them. But a year later, I bought them because I, I got um, – the uh, the memory foam tips and it was fine. I actually love them. And now, strangely, I can wear these ones with these little tips, no problems at all. It's quite um, quite uh, easy to to do that. So if you've had problems with your ears, memory foam tips usually solve that. But the new yeah. ones uh, come with six hours of battery life, thirty hours in the case. The case has a little lanyard socket over there. There's a speaker on the bottom I of the like case, the so you speaker. can hear find my. Yeah. It tells you when it's charging with the sound, tells you when it's flat. The, the the AirPods itself have the H2 chip, which has got twice the noise cancellation, up to twice the noise cancellation. And also with the transparency mode, it is uh, scanning the surrounding audio over 40,000 times a second. So if you're coming across a jackhammer, yeah. normally in transparency mode, that is boosting the sound and, and deafening you. But this is now able to mute that and do all that in real time. So transparency mode is not anywhere near as um, you know, harsh on your ears if, if you're going through a busy city. And uh, the you know whilst Apple does did have the tapping mechanism on AirPods 1 and 2, they introduced squeezing on the AirPods Pro. 
and also the AirPods 3 so that you could pause play, bring up Siri or transfer from um, the uh, noise cancellation to transparency. But one of the things I always wanted them to do was give you the ability to swipe up and down to change the volume. And they've now done that with the AirPods Pro second generation. So there was a lot of rumors that Apple would remove the stems but Apple doesn't go with whatever the rumors say or whatever their competition also, does. They, they do what is sense because it directs makes. the mic, but also makes it easier to pull it in. You know, sometimes when I've put yeah. my um, Jabra's or my J Labs and I touch the button because you know the button's on the flat part, yeah, and yeah. Um, I can turn the call off, you know, and I wasn't trying to do that. So the stem's not a bad thing. Yeah. I've experienced Apple's audio skills through my phone. You know, you can set the setting that it, it kills outside or surrounding noise. That was an iOS. 15 update i think oh, I and think it works well earlier, yeah um it might have been earlier but they mm. you you could swap down the call and you hit the microphone and oh the voice isolation dryer. yeah yeah that yeah, was iOS 15. Yeah. when yeah, you yeah. can have a hairdryer next to you i mean you'll hear the hairdryer but the person on the call that you're speaking to won't right. so i know that they're really good at their technology now everyone says to me you're such a fanboy how come you don't have airpods I, I just chose my brand. I, I enjoyed my Jabras. I've had a lot of different Jabras. I've reviewed a lot of different Jabras, and I've never been upset. And lately, I've been playing with J-Labs. Um, the microphone that I use is a J-Lab. The, I've, in fact, last week, I reviewed the little – I don't know if you saw that, Alex. You, you'll like this being the – so these are my latest J-Labs that I've been playing with. Now, I've taken the hooks off. So they're mm-hmm. those ones that go around your ears. But if you look at it, it's got these little, the reason I took the hooks off, there's these little clips and they clip on my glasses. So I can just do oh, that. Very nice. <laughs> yep. It's good. I'm missing the sound. I'm sorry. I need to put that back in. Um, so that connects it to my neck. So when I'm sitting. Hang on. It, it, it hasn't, um, just, just stop, stop. It's still connected to your, uh, to your ha- AirPods. You've got to click a button to, uh, right. there we go. Back there now. We go. Yeah. Cool. So what I was saying is I don't have anything in my ears. I don't have pressure over my head. I can still hear what's going on, but it's loud enough that I can choose not to hear what's going on because I can focus Mm. on it. I get seven hours of battery. So that's more than the AirPods. And that was the one thing I was, I'm surprised that Apple hasn't got that right, that they haven't extended their battery life. And I'm I'm assuming it's because of all the tech that they've put in, right? The noise cancelling, the amplification Mm. and so on. The the batteries in the stems. So there's only so much space you can have there. They made the stem smaller, and, and I mean, with, with the yeah, but with the well, it was it's it's longer than the previous AirPods by an hour, and they didn't mention talk time, but I'm assuming talk time is extended as well. But uh, I've, yeah. you know, until AirPods came along, you had Bluetooth. There were these ones you could put around your head and put into your yeah. ears. But until yeah. AirPods came along, nobody could make uh, individual AirPods, individual speakers that could go in that ear and that ear without a cable. Since oh, no, Apple has introduced that, everyone's done it. It's like the four-minute mile. Once somebody yeah. did it, everybody could do it. And, it, you know, you've got, we've got Apple to thank for popularizing that so that everyone's got it. And it's great to see that, uh, that the ones you have clip onto glasses and do other things. I mean, the, the amount of innovation we're seeing now is fantastic. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely be uh, buying them. I've always purchased my own AirPods, so I'll definitely be purchasing the new AirPods Pro. And as I said, they're generation. not the biggest headset in the world for for nothing, right? I mean, they are they're iconic, and and I haven't had a reason not to use them. I've just always found that the brand I've gone with works for me. So I don't. One other to- thing, you can charge it with MagSafe. You can charge yeah. it with the Apple Watch charger. 
and you can charge it with a Qi charger as well as as well as the uh, so there I'm lucky as well. I've got the Belkin three in one, so my watch mm, sits on its own too, stem, yeah. my iPhone sits on it, but at the base is an additional charging um yeah. area. You should uh, be able to I put the there as well. the case now. You should be able to put the. I'm going to try that with the with the, you can, with the new on the Belkin. You definitely can on the yeah. wireless. No, but I mean, I'm talking about I'm talking about on the Apple Watch section. Oh, if the magnet, if the because yeah, yeah. the, the the Apple Watch uh, charger can charge the new AirPods Pro second gen. So that's cool. I mean, that is that is a you know all these little things yeah. they're thinking of. Uh, I mean, it, it is a shame that Apple doesn't have the the wireless charging on the back of the phone that you can put it on there yet, but. Nobody wants less battery life, you know. That's I was going to say, I don't want to share my battery life. You can have my food, you can have a sip of my drink, but leave my battery alone, mate. <laughs> so, funny enough, what they didn't mention, too much charging and connectivity, there was no capitulation from Apple's side with regards to USB-C. We haven't looked at well, the that's coming next year now. I know, but, next year. but I kind of thought they would have teased or you know at least referenced it being such a spot. So, on that note, let's go yeah. to. Um, the whole main event and the reason of the event because everything else is ancillary and that is the new apple 14 iphone 14 sorry not apple 14 mm. and iphone 14 plus now if look, you, look just quickly, it, you say you say that it's ancillary but there are plenty of people out there like kids who will have a, a watch and an airpods and that's it they don't have a phone they don't have a phone yet no, i know but i, I mean, mean from the main point of view in the media and what we i mean we yeah, all know yeah, that sure. it's the announcement of the next iphone everything else is like bonus i know but yeah. it's always about the phone that's the hero now looking at that it's an iphone 12 it's an iphone 13 it it, it looks the same there's no change mm. um i don't know if the screen has been made bigger than the 13 nope. Screen so size exactly well, same. yes and no. Same accessories. No, the the back camera array is likely to be bigger because they've got larger sensors, and okay. so you know you've got uh, larger sensors inside, two times more low light capability. So you'll need a new case. You always need a new case. Now here we have the iPhone 14 and the iPhone 14 Plus. So they Correct. brought back the Plus uh, designation, yes. and that's the same 6.7 inch screen that was on the Pro Max. So they've gotten rid of the Mini. If you want the mini, you'll have to go for uh, an iPhone 13 mini. And there are some people that still like that. But, well, I'll uh, get to the iPhone 13 in a second. Mm. Now, what was interesting is that in America, it's only eSIM. They're not actually doing a yes. SIM track on their phones. Dual, no, dual eSIM. So already the current iPhone 13 Pro has it's dual eSIM. E no, no, it's got two. The so current two. one has got two eSIM and a SIM card tray. So okay. you can actually have two eSIMs in there right now if you wanted to. Uh, and I was surprised to discover that, but it's true. You can there are two eSIM slots and one physical, not two. Well, it one. was previously, but but with the iPhone 13, it was two wow. eSIMs and one physical. So they already had that. So what they've done is they've gotten rid of the physical SIM slot. Now I suspect the physical SIM slot will stay in Australia, and I know that in Hong yes. Kong, for example, they for the 12 and 13, they actually had a dual SIM slot. So when you pull the SIM card slot out, you that's have right because they didn't two have the SIMs on either side. Technology. There, well, I, I think concerns. the Chinese government didn't want it uh, yeah. for whatever reason. And also the Chinese are very used to having a mainland, like especially in Hong Kong, a mainland SIM and a Hong Kong SIM. So they've gotten rid of that, and eventually that will be uh, the same for all the iPhones around the world. And it potentially harkens to Apple removing the physical slot altogether in next year's phone for the for the USB-C or Lightning. A lot of real estate, right? I mean, that it doesn't sound like a lot, but that, that amount, the size of a SIM and a tray, 
they could do so much with that. I mean, that's always okay, been yeah. the argument of phone technology is that every little millimeter makes a difference. Hence, some of their battery designs go like that. And so looking at the phone, basically, um, I mean, I wrote, I, I wrote a note to myself. So it has got crash detection, which is brilliant because yeah. we talked about that in the watch. So mm -hmm. if you don't have an Apple Watch, but you have an iPhone 14 or 14 Plus, you now get crash detection. So if your phone's sitting in a, in a window mount, uh, a mount on your dashboard or in the vent or whatever, and you're unfortunately in a car crash, if the impact is enough, it will trigger the same um, emergency responses. So if you can't get to the device or the device has gone flying somewhere um, and it activates speaker as well. So you, you could talk if someone, well, not if, when someone answers. Mm. So that's very cool. Um, the other big thing about the phone is that it now has SOS via satellite. Um, yeah. That is innovative. There isn't another phone company in the world that can do that. Yeah. I mean, Elon Musk and T-Mobile a couple of days ago announced that they'd be coming to T-Mobile you know, phones when Elon Musk launches the second generation Starlink. But that's all a couple of years down the track at the earliest. Yeah. So the, the, the catch with the satellite connectivity is that you've got to be standing and you see an interface, you'll see it you on the video like, that's yeah, showing you, yeah. and it can take some minutes to connect. But once it's connected, it's connected. And you yeah. can send text messages. Now, the text messages are curated. I don't know if yes, you can type right. your own manually, but you, you but they're curated specifically for emergency situations so that they can get messages back to you. The service will be free for two years, and it's currently only available in the U.S. and Canada. So when it will come to Australia or other parts of the world, we don't know. So, but but it is the beginning of being able to have all phones being able to connect to satellite networks, and they've got special chips inside that talk to yep. satellites on those frequencies. Yep. And it's cool that you you can just hold it there, and it, it's telling you. It might take a few minutes, but as soon as you get a connection, then bang, you can send the message. And the and, video showed people who were injured, and you know, fire and that's out the and, thing, though, right? Like it, it's people mustn't go out and think now they can start making satellite phone calls. We're not there yet. It's the mm. start, but we're not there yet. But yeah. How often have you gone on a long-distance trip, or, and especially in places like Australia where we've got so many regional areas where you don't have coverage, and the worst thing that goes through your mind is like, what happens if I break down? What happens yeah, if you I have to wait for the next person to come along? Correct, and people don't exactly if you've gone over a cliff. age either. <laughs> like they know, yeah. you know, people don't just go, oh, look, there's someone that's broken down. He looks nice. Let's see mm. if we can help him. So, yeah. you know, this is a, a very, very important, and it's also, it's quite interesting how, Apple's narrative is moving towards the outdoor to extreme environments, you know, to places where we generally don't go or maybe are starting to go. Um, and they're there. Now, you know, when people turn around and go, oh, there's nothing innovative or whatever, I challenge another cell phone company out there to put satcoms without an accessory mm, into their device yeah. without making it bigger. Well, That's and, the and they will. They will. They Obviously, will. they're not going to be doing this. Yeah. They need to no. buy one of these break it down and see what they've done. So, yeah. um, you know, that was, to me, that was impressive. Would it be a reason to buy the phone? No, because I don't really go anywhere that that's that rural that I'm going to be broken down without a cell phone signal. Um, but, you but know, I, I've gone from Canberra to Batemans Bay or Canberra to the snow, and there are long stretches where it's just yeah. SOS. You've got to have podcasts downloaded, listen to the radio, and you can be, okay. it can be quite some time. So just even driving... You know, from one part of, I mean, you're in Queensland now, just driving from one part of, you know, wherever to somewhere else, you can yeah. find, I mean, I was in the US and driving from one part of Los Angeles to, you know, another part, 
on the freeways and it said no service. I mean, I couldn't yeah. believe it. Here's a major freeway, at least in Australia, the major freeways, the major ones, all have, you know, 3G, 4G, and in the popular area, it's a valid point. I mean, I, I agree now, with you. That is one of the things that the, the iPhone 14 uh, of all types didn't have, and I really thought they'd bring it this year in Australia, was 5G millimeter wave. So I checked. The US model has it. The Australian model still doesn't have it. Now, there's still not very much millimeter wave coverage in Australia. You'll find it at airports and in CBDs. And if yeah. you're there and you have a Google Pixel 6 Pro and you, you connect to it, yeah, you'll get it. I was going to say, I've used it on my, on my Google 6 Pixel Pro. I've seen it and I've seen yeah. the speeds. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, um, Apple is just saving, you know, 200 million chips because they're going to sell 200 million or more of these phones. And yeah. uh, you know, but they'll probably sell tens of millions in the US and they've got the chips there, but they've got a much bigger uh, rollout of 5G millimeter wave. So I really thought we'd see it this year. I thought we'd see it last year. I know people who were incredulous that we didn't have it with the iPhone 12 in Australia, sure. uh, but yeah. um, we just don't have it yet. So that, that's a shame, but, you know, if you, that's just what the way it is. But oh, one other thing that actually I remembered about the Apple Watch, one cool thing is that even going back to Series 5 with WatchOS 9, you will get international roaming at long last with oh, your yes, Apple Watch right. when you're overseas. And that's Correct. something that Samsung and others had done. And I was wondering, well, what's so hard about it with Apple? And so, so it is good to see that they do bring some of the newer features back to older devices. And um, I can't remember if uh, some form of crash, there was some other feature that went back to as far as the iPhone, as the Apple Watch uh, Series 4. So, you know, that they, they do bring some of the features back. And, and that's, of course, you know, usually a, f a feature of the uh, OS, be it uh, iOS 16, which is coming next week. I downloaded the final, uh, you know, the Golden Master version today on my uh, on my iPhone, and I think there's a version from my watch. And um, but yeah, I guess now we're going to talk about the iPhone 14 Pro Max. So before we go into the Pro, you just mm -hmm. mentioned iOS. I was incredibly mm -hmm. disappointed that there was no reference to iOS on the show. That the new phone will have i. I know that there's a problem with iPad OS and that they're delaying the launch of that and they never so maybe that's why they've decided they're not going to launch one without the other. I just that that was missing for me because I like the software side of things as well. I like hearing mm. you know, in in Apple event-esque and their big glory and the big stage and all the production that they put together. That's where I like to see iOS. Like that's when every it's, everything it's they stuff. showed was watch yeah. OS nine or iOS sixteen. Like none of that. The, like, 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 and, and the thing is, Apple has a special two-hour keynote, WWDC, yeah. where they showed all of that. Yeah, and 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 they showed but, but the, the normal person doesn't watch that, Alex. They don't watch the WWDC, you know, DCs, but well, they, they get to see these cool features. <laughs> yeah, you see, you're a techie. But I'll leave that. I'll forgive them for that. Here's one question for you. Now you can't be biased here because you do get the latest and greatest of Apple when it comes up for multiple reasons. I went, I made a statement to someone just before we got into the show today because they phoned me and they said, what do you think of this and this and that? And they said, do I buy an iPhone 13 Pro or do I buy the new iPhone 14? I'm not talking about the Max or small, just phone for phone. And my answer was the 13 Pro because the price of the 13 Pro is going to come down a lot. The battery life and all these things are good. I would, I would guess the camera is still better than the 14, even or maybe shared. Same processor. 
um, and it'll be cheaper. Would you disagree with that statement? I'm talking about from a value for money point of view and processing and, you know, as hardware. Sure. Look, the, the iPhone 14 has the chip from the iPhone 13 Pro. The Correct. 13 Pro had the A15 Bionic with an extra GPU core, whereas the 13 standard only had four GPUs. And into the 14. So the, so the 14 has got the, the, the more superior A15 from the Pro from last year, whereas Correct. the 14 Pro Max has the A16. Now, if your friend was going to buy a 13 Pro, then the price is not going to come down that much. I mean, the price of the thir- the, the price of the new 14s is pretty much the same as the prices from last year. A year ago. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so Apple hasn't, you know, they, 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 just like Samsung, they didn't raise the prices. Um, and, you know, for Apple, they've got a fat margin that they work hard to, you know, be able to uh, deserve <laughs> and protect, but they deserve it, right? Every other yeah. manufacturer out there wishes they could have Apple's, uh, margins. They're on razor thin margins to try and fend off all the other providers. So Apple, you know, is able to not raise its prices. They'll probably raise them next year. But if your friend was going to buy a 13 Pro, then I would just say spend that same money. You're going to save a couple hundred bucks, right? Don't get a 14. Get a 14 Pro or even better, the 14 Pro Max. Because yeah. one of the things about the Pro is the new dynamic island, which we'll talk about. Well, in a I'm going to get to that now. So let's bring a got- picture up while you're talking yeah. about that. Because I did like that. Sure. That's what you're so talking this, about there. Yeah. Now, originally, people thought this would be like an exclamation mark with a, a longer thing on the left-hand side and a dot on the right-hand side. And then a few yeah. days ago, people said, well, hang on, the bit in the middle between the bit that's between the camera on the right and the sensors for Face ID on the left, that's going to be a spot where you'll see the dots for, um, you know, microphone on and camera on. And it's like, oh, yeah, interesting. But Apple has done something far more interesting. So if you go to, again, youtube.com slash Apple or just go to Twitter, there's plenty of videos out there. This section is now called a dynamic island, and it will open up and close down. It's where you see notifications. It's where you see timers. It's where you see how many minutes left until your Lyft or your Uber. That was quite cool. It's showing you the album art, even though it's so tiny. You can actually have music playing and a timer going at the same time. So you can have more than one thing there. And it's actually an improvement into the iPhone interface. It's blurring the the, uh, hardware and software. And, you know, if your friend is going to spend... But no, he was asking about the 13 Pro versus the 14 standard, not 14 well, Pro. I, I would just get the third. I would just, I mean, if your friend was considering the 13 Pro, the price of the 14 Pro is the same as the 13 Pro. And not now, it will, I mean, they'll subsidize it. it. The networks are going to want to clear them out, surely. Well, In the next two months, you'll probably find a 13 Pro will be three, $400 less. It's short, sure, but I mean, money if you're not well, using yeah. all those top end features. But the thing, the uh, thing is that, you know, unless you're going to buy it outright, I mean, Telstra, yeah. Vodafone, I don't know about Optus, but I don't know about, but I know Telstra has a 12 month, 24 month, and 36 yeah, month plan. Yeah. You know, I pay the extra $15 a month to get the equivalent of Apple Care, two repairs a year. You can break the screen, you can damage it, and they'll just give you a refurb unit. And you can also upgrade to the newest model, give the old one back, or you can keep paying it out. But, you know, these 36 month plans make it very affordable. And, yeah. I mean, I, I just upgrade every year. I get my own phone and I buy the one terabyte model. Now, you know, when you, uh, your friend has to go into an Apple store and he's got to have a look at that dynamic island and the I must interface. Say that, 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 well, that, that is, is 
only available on the 14 Pro yeah. and the Pro Max. Yeah. The, the 14 still has the traditional notch. Now, the, the real value in the new model, it's like with the Apple Watch Ultra. The new value, the real exciting stuff is in the Pro. And if your friend doesn't want to get the 6.7 inch and he just wants the 6.1, well, it's the same. But that is going to change and improve the way that you use your phone. That is the big secret to iOS 16. That is something that only the pros have. And once your friend sees it, he's going to want it. He's not going to want to stick with the older ones. Because, well, right? like, again, I... I think I was expecting more. I don't know what I was expecting, actually, but yeah. I was expecting more than I mean, I saw. were you expecting a folding screen with extra no, zooms? Or, you know, no, no, I knew the, the fallout screen. That, that's years away. Yeah. The dynamic island I like, I was expecting that maybe, maybe in my head, a camera under pixel so that it all disappears. And I'll tell you, you where know, Samsung had that. Comes. Samsung had that last year with the Fold 3. Yeah. And when you took photos with it, it just didn't look good. And this year's Fold, uh, Fold 4 has a better under-pixel display. But, you know, you're, you're, and also with the Fold 3, you could see it. There was this gray yeah. patch. So it was under camera, but it was it was just but a gimmick. This I mean, is going to bug me. I was looking yeah. at it afterwards when I put the slides together for the show. I mean, obviously, I didn't have a lot of time to prep for the show. We only saw this five hours ago, six hours mm-hmm. ago. So I had, like, blank slides, and I deleted a lot of slides because a lot of things didn't come that I was hoping to see. But when you turn the phone on its side, and you're now watching Netflix or whatever, which I do regularly. If I'm on an airplane or whatever, I watch on my phone, right? I'm sitting there for an hour and a half. With the current notch, the screen ends below the black, and there's extra black. This mm. now sits in the middle of the content. And I don't know. If it's going to it's, it's going to be the same. I mean, I mean, the, the, there'll just be a, a band over here and a, and a band over there. Off, you're off camera. Oh, sorry. So, uh, yeah, but that's a little bit longer. There, yes. Yeah. That band there is where the movie ends, right? Yeah. With, yeah. The, with the dynamic island being there, the movie bleeds past it. Sure. So well, the, dyna- the dynamic island is is basically here. Look, let me let me bring up, let me share my screen if I can. I want to play the video. Cool. I want to play the video of the dynamic. Um, uh, so let me just bring this up here. I'll click share. Let's watch the video. Of the dynamic, oh, so I put my little face in there for my for the, for the logo. Um, now, if we scroll down, there's a short video. You can go to Apple's website and see. There's the full hour and a half. There's the uh, introducing watch series eight. I mean, go and watch these things. Now, here's the dynamic island. Let's watch this. Can you hear the audio? I can't yet. Uh, do I have to share audio somewhere when I'm sharing I'm with you? Not 100% sure, mate. Well, hang on. Let me just uh, go back to StreamYard. And uh, Chrome has lost permission to share your screen. So unlock the screen by selecting lock in the bottom left-hand corner. So I've actually never done it this way. Well, let me, give me one second. I'm just going into um, uh, system preferences. I'm going to click the lock uh, uh, to put my fingerprint. And I go down to Google Chrome. And I'll I've start singing while you're doing that. I've got so it. I have to. You... I have to quit and reopen. So let me just do that, and I'll rejoin the link. Okay. Perfect. So I'll carry on while you're doing that. So while Alex is not here, and as I said, he's definitely the the number one fan. I think in after today, um, you know, I, so people have been phoning me and asking what I think. I don't know why I wasn't blown away. Maybe I was expecting bigger speeds from the phone. I did expect it to be the same shape. That I knew wasn't going to change. They put a lot of money and time and investment into the new flat look, and I, and I like it. 
Um, you know, the, there were new, there's a new color. There's always a new color. I think it's called dark purple. Um, it's like a metallic -y color. But I don't, I just think I was expecting something more. And it, it might have had to do with the notch. Um, you know, the fact that they removed the notch and put this dynamic island, maybe it will grow on me. I'll only know once I start playing with mine uh, when I get it. But um, yeah, it's just it's just something that I'm, I keep leaning forward because I've got two screens. So I'm just trying to see when Alex comes back in. There he is. Let's leave him back in. So while you're away, I was just busy telling everyone how terrible Apple is that you should never touch the device. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let, let me go back to the streaming out here and let me go share. And I'm going to share screen. Now, uh, best of the two monitors. Look for the share audio checkbox in on the next window. So that's probably what I didn't tick on, uh, although I don't see it there. Not share sure. tab audio is ticked. Okay, so let me click. Let me click share, and let me scroll cool. down. So can you can you see my screen? Um, yeah, I'll bring it into the stream now. There we go. Okay. Okay. So let me click play on this. Can you hear the audio? Yes. Okay. This goes for. Less than a minute. You see, this is the part I was talking about. Look at Apple. Like, that's sexy. You know? It is nice when you look at it like that, right? Now, watch the content when he turns on his side. If he turns on, I wasn't sure if it's on this one or. It won't be on this one. Now, so from, know, an, from an innovation point of view, right, it, it's great. And they're actually using real estate that's dead. So the notification, for what people would probably not know and maybe didn't pick up in that, you can even have two notifications going. You can have a countdown time on the one side and you can have a call icon on the other and it, mm. it changes. It's actually like the MacBook Pro touch bar to a way. You know, it, it uses mm. a multifunction um, and it's got touch. Here's a question though. With that, what I call the dynamic island, I don't know where the name comes from, but with dynamic island going the whole time and you touching, are we now not putting more fingerprints over our camera? So, you know, when you do a selfie and you get that blurry, like I, I'm, I'm terrible at that. Like I always pick my phone up out of my pocket from the back, so my finger's over the, the camera. And when I take a selfie or, I'm, or I jump on a video call, there's just this blurry, hazy thing. I've got, well, hold on and give it the rub and it's all good to go. Yeah. Uh, Apple does sell a, uh, a cleaning cloth, which I bought. Yeah. But you don't have to buy that one. Look, <laughs> I use the, 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 yeah, the, um, well, the, the definitely putting your finger over the camera could do that, but that's just one spot. There's, yeah. No. The, the dynamic Island bar is quite large. And, yeah. you know, I mean, if your friend wants to save money, and, and doesn't want that dynamic island. Well, this I would a, say this was a secondary don't purchase. Buy, right? this is not a primary don't buy device. an iPhone 13. I, I would say go and buy a uh, refurbished iPhone 11 or 12. You save a lot more money. Yeah. And um, and now the refurb prices are going to come have to come down because all these new 13s will be coming into the market. You know, don't yeah. buy a refurb today. Wait a month. Oh no, so. no, this wouldn't be now. This is once it's out yeah. and launched and people got their hands on it. What I what I was impressed with. Wait for Black Friday. Because that's the only time of the year yeah. you're going to get a deal. That's yeah. that's that's less than two months away. If you want to get your iPhone 14 Pro or Pro Max, then that's the time to get it. Yeah, you actually you want to save money. advice from an outright. 
The power usage that they've now put into the new Bionic is brilliant. The fact that they can have a permanent on-screen and drop it down so that it's, it doesn't kill battery. One hertz, yeah. And they mentioned so, one hertz yeah. refresh rate that one it can hertz, go yeah. all the way down to one hertz. That's, that's something I think they did already on the Apple the Watch. Watch a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. And most of the on-screen always on displays from the competition is just a little tiny area. But Apple's is the entire display. And right. they showed that when you have a photograph of somebody on the screen, that it's not just dimming the whole thing so it's you can't see. It's actually still maintaining the skin tones and other features. Was very, that was so, impressive. I have to say, that part did impress me. Alex, and I'm, the screen is brighter as well, which is very important when you're in the hot summer. 2,000 nits, I think they said it can go up to. For, if you're looking at uh, photos and videos yeah. outside, whether this extra brightness is going to just be there for Safari, I don't know. Also, in the Australian summer, I noticed that when you have a, a pop socket on the back, you know, that if you're standing in the hot sun, that can cause the phone screen to start dimming more and more and more, which oh, I yeah. hate. Uh, because the, uh, with OLEDs, they need to lower the temperature. And so, uh, you know, you sometimes I have to take this off to to not have so much uh, heat building up and I've got to go that's into the shade. But that's, yeah. that's a summer problem. That's a summer, that's a summer problem. Well, I'm in Queensland, uh, mate. We, we have summer problems <laughs> up here. Yeah, I'm yeah. conscious of time. I need to. I need to wrap up the show. Um, we did cover everything. There, there was nothing else that wasn't announced. I mean, there was some well, Apple Fitness obviously. is now able to be used on iPhones if you don't have an Apple Watch. That's right. So that's another big watch. thing. Yeah, yeah, that is quite. And important. iOS 16 will come next week, and I've been using it now for for weeks. And I, I'd, I'd say personally, it's safe enough. But if you really want to be sure, wait until at least 16.0.1, or to be really oh, safe, wait until point one. I've been. Using now for a long time. I, I will not upgrade my Mac until um, – I'll upgrade it straight away, but I won't put the beta on. But I'll put the beta on my phone. Yeah, no, I, I'm still a creature of old habits. I wait till the point one, and I, I often talk about that. And it, it's not a good or bad. It's just a personal preference. But at point one, you, you are guaranteed that nothing's going to go wrong with it. Anything before that, maybe there's a very small unlucky chance. Yeah, well, but I noticed I that when I watch Foxtel and I, and I put the screen sideways – the Foxtel window, it, it, it goes into the wrong direction. So there's a bunch of apps that will have to be fixed and which will be rapidly fixed once it all I'll do it quickly, which also goes through yeah. update fill, right? That's the other reason I don't do it so quickly because you update yeah. your apps and then you have to update your apps again because it's it, it's just yeah. a knock-on. Yeah. So I let all that get done. Safe to wait. Yeah. As always, okay. Awesome have you on. Thank you. Um, ITY, senior editor and writer and contributor and everything, right? So we can find your articles at RTY. I saw you tweeting all through the morning as an. Well, I, I eventually I stopped. I, I was just taking notes for the articles <laughs> to write. You've got to do two things at the same time. But um, but uh, a couple of people decided I was worth following. So <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Well, congrats on that. Mate, thank you yeah. very much. And okay. I'll say thank you again. And See we'll you next time. You soon. All right. Well, October, when we have huh? the new iPads. I was going to say right. October. October, new iPads, Max. Again. We'll talk then again. Yeah. Bye bye. Perfect. Thanks, Alex. Well, everyone, thank you. That was the the Apple Far Out uh, edition. I didn't get. To, I said yes, I was going to do some of the normal things. I didn't get to do any of the other normal things. We we geeked out. You can uh, form your own opinions. As I said, I'm not my favorite Apple event in the last few years. Not the worst. I do love the watch. So well done to the team for Apple Watch Ultra. And that's it. So until next time, keep your screens clean and your knobs shining. <laughs>